0: Listen, if you had your life together, you would not need God. You are enough for Jesus just the way he created you. Welcome to the All Up in the Bible podcast, where we are living out our faith and making the devil mad. Do you feel like you need a friend to help you along your Christian journey? Well, you don't have to face these challenges alone. Let's study. Let's grow. Let's go. Let's be all up in the Bible together. Now introducing your host, Ms. Kim Sade. Hello friends. Welcome. Come on in. I hope you all have had a blessed week. I have had some ups and downs this week. I had a down day. Listen, I'm just glad I'm still breathing. Well, I definitely have a word for you today. My topic for you today is the boss lady of Proverbs 31. That's right. This week, we are all up in Proverbs 31, verses 10 to 31. Now, when you have more time, go ahead and read it for yourself. It's a bit on the lengthy side. But by the time I'm done, if you haven't read it, you'll feel like you've read all of it. By the way, stick around to hear the Bible trivia question at the end. The answer will be revealed in the next episode. You can DM me at the All Up in the Bible page on Instagram to receive a shout out if you get the answer correct. And also stick around to see how you can share your testimonies with me for a chance to be featured on this show. So I'm just going to read Proverbs 10 to 12 and then verses 23 to 25. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. A wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value she brings him good not harm all the days of her life Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchant with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Now, I don't define a boss lady like the world or the Urban Dictionary would define it. I don't define it as a person who makes all of the decisions or somebody that thinks that they're better than everybody else. In this case, I say the woman described in Proverbs 31. I've given her that nickname boss lady because first of all, she ain't got no name. It was the most appropriate to me because this is a woman who has allowed God to come into her life to create a noble character within her. Does anybody want God to come all up and through their life and do something unexpected? I know I do. Does anybody want God to just come and purify their hearts as David David would say in Psalm 51 verse 10 create in me a clean heart O God and renew a right spirit within me now that is a real boss lady to me she's a boss lady for Christ now I've always avoided Proverbs 31 in the Bible let's just skip Proverbs 31 and go to Matthew Mark Luke John because this lady right here, I get so intimidated by her, and I never understood Proverbs 31 before until I actually just started reading it and started to study it and started to ask God to reveal what does this really mean? Do I have to live up to this? You ever been around somebody who you're just intimidated by, but you never admit that you're kind of intimidated by, by them? She is just like this perfect mother, wife, friend, entrepreneur. I mean, she has it all together. She knows how to do everything. She knows how to handle everything. And as I'm reading this, I'm thinking, my God, she makes clothes. She make her bedspreads. I can't sew. She has a husband and I don't. You're probably in your 30s and still single. You're supposed to be married and have two kids by now according to society. But let me tell you something. Don't go by the world society. And what it think you should be doing at that particular time in your life, because God is running the show. He is in control of time. He has your life in his hands. The Bible says that every day, every single day of your life in his book have already been planned out. So don't try to live up to the world's standards. Live up to God's standards. So now you find yourself comparing yourself to her, right? Will you be a good enough wife? Will you be a noble wife, a noble wife who can find? Oh, and she has a great husband too. I bet he was all strong looking and buff, you know, like with muscles and stuff. You see, many people don't notice the husband in Proverbs 31 because we're all so focused on this noble wife. Now, he may be in the background, but what do you think he's doing in the background? First of all, he works. OK, he has a job. He has a high paying position and he is very, well respected in his neighborhood. His credit score is a 800 and he has good teeth. OK, I added the last two, but y'all get the point. He's pushing her to be her best self. He's pushing her to be great. He doesn't try to compete with her. Instead, he lets her be who God created her to be. He respects her and he values her. Move over, Jay-Z and Beyonce. This is what it means to be the ultimate power couple right here. Why? Because they put God first in their lives and everything else falls into place. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Matthew 6 verse 33. To all the single ladies out there, pay attention because she is teaching us about the kind of man we should marry. No man is perfect, but you want that kind of husband who is secure enough to allow you to become who God is shaping you to be and who will allow you to grow. Lord, I don't want a man who thinks I should be in the kitchen all the time cooking fried chicken because he thinks that's my place. I don't want him. And God is not going to send him to me. So I know if he comes, he ain't from God. I don't want a man who is not supportive of my dreams. Lord, give me a man who supports my dreams. Let him be my biggest cheerleader. Boss lady trust God with every fiber of her being. Tears rolling down your cheeks, but you're going to trust God. Bills are piling up, but you're going to trust God. Your boyfriend left you, but... He wasn't the one anyway. You're going to trust God. You're going to trust God with every breath in your body. Does anybody want to be God's ride or die? Does anybody want to trust God no matter what? Boss Lady trusts God and she laughs without fear of the of the future but you know I trust God but with me I'm always thinking about what's next I'm always trying to plan something I try to plan something I'm being anxious I'm trying to be in control over what's going to happen next but you know what in Philippians 4 verse 6 it says don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done So why should I worry about what's next? Why can't we learn just to rest? Rest, rest in God's word, trust in his word. Boss lady, she is a hard worker and she's a businesswoman. She makes her clothes and sells them. Then with the money she earns, she steps out in faith. And guess what she does, y'all? She goes out and buys real estate. Okay, she is claiming her land. She buys a field and plants a vineyard. So not only is she bringing in an income, she is teaching her children how to invest as a way to create generational wealth in the family. And man, oh, man, do we need to learn how to create wealth. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 8 verse 18, remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you the ability. It is he who gives you the power to create wealth. We need to ask God for creative business ideas. And for those of us who already have an idea, go out, go out and claim your business. Get started and don't wait. Another thing she does is that she doesn't forget about the poor, which is so important. She doesn't keep all her wealth to herself. She intentionally gives to those in need. Her children praise her and I can see why. This very proverb instills wisdom in her son, King Lemuel. Now, why is this proverb even included in the Bible? I read it again and again, because sometimes you just have to really read it again and again to get it and let it soak in because the first time you read it and you say forget it I'm not her let's go back to the book of Psalms the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he make it me to lie down in green pastures I came to the realization that this proverb is not written to make us feel inadequate we are enough for Jesus just the way he created us Psalms 139 tells us that he made all the delicate inner parts of our body and knitted us together in our mother's womb. We should praise him because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. His works, me and you are wonderful. Yes, we are worth far more than rubies. This proverb is about living a purpose-filled life. We can learn from Boss Lady. Examine her characteristics. We have no idea what she looks like on the outside, but we know her heart and we are drawn to her heart. Her kind character is what makes her attractive. We may not know how to do it all and how to handle everything well in our busy lives. You may go to school, you may go to work, you have to drop your kids off at school, you're tending to elderly parents, you have a husband and you still gotta keep yourself looking good and not let yourself go. You don't know how to juggle it all. You may have been married and got divorced, You may have children who you try to instill wisdom into, but they don't listen. You may feel like you don't know which direction your life is going. Listen, it's okay. It's okay to not have it all together. Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. If you had your life all together, you would not need God. But what we do need is to strive every day, little by little, to take on God's character, just like Boss Lady did in Proverbs 31. Let Jesus mold you to be a better person. Let Jesus come inside of you and develop who you are. We too can become Boss Ladies in our own lives. Here are three ways you can become a Boss Lady in your own life. Number one, Put Jesus first in your life by trusting him and surrendering your life to him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. When you surrender your life to Christ, he will start to shape your character in becoming more like him. And when we become more like Christ, instead of cussing out that gossiping coworker, we hold our peace and let God fight our battles. Number two, take your hands off the wheel and let God take control. Allow him to plan your life because he has good plans to prosper you. This is a promise from God to you. His plans for you are better than you can ever imagine. And number three, find your purpose. Ask yourself, how can I serve? How can I be helpful to another human being? What can I do in my church? What can I do in my community? Does God want me to start a business? Maybe God is trying to teach you how to manage your finances or how to handle money so that you can teach somebody else. Ask God, what is your purpose? Why am I here? And how can I be of service? Okay, y'all, so it's time for Bible Trivia. Y'all ready? Okay, so the Bible Trivia question for the week is, how old was Jesus when he started his ministry? I'll repeat it. How old was Jesus when he started his ministry? A, 25, B, 29, C, 30, or D, 33? The correct answer will be announced on the next episode. And also, if you have the correct answer, go ahead and DM all up in the Bible podcast page on Instagram or on Facebook with the correct answer so that you can receive a shout out from me. Also, I want to tell you guys that to send in your testimonies, share what God is doing in your life so that you can encourage somebody else. You can provide a name or you can share anonymously if you want to share. You can go to the link on the All Up in the Bible podcast page on Instagram and click on shoutouts, outs, share testimony please share your testimony and let me know what God is doing in your life so that we can be of service to somebody else. It may make somebody's day. And as always, I appreciate you guys. I love you all. Thank you for taking the time to listen. It means so much to me. And I will talk to you in the next episode.